The Boiler Breakdown Podcast is brought to you by Mad Mushroom, home of the original cheese sticks. Proudly serving Purdue's campus, Mad Mushroom offers Boilermakers amazing pizza, cheese sticks, wings, grinders, and so much more. Next time you visit, tell them Boiler Breakdown sent you for $5 off any order over $20. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. The Boiler Breakdown Podcast is brought to you by Webb's Family Pharmacy. Webb's Family Pharmacy is an independently owned community pharmacy with stores located in Rochester, Akron, and North Manchester, Indiana. Webb's is happy to announce they are providing flu shots by appointment right in your car. Simply call to set up an appointment and their friendly and caring staff will be happy to help you. For all of your high quality medical equipment, supplies, and pharmacy services, check out www.webrx.com or give them a call. Webb's Family Pharmacy the professional pharmacy with the hometown touch. The Boiler Breakdown Podcast is sponsored by Shroff Landscaping. Shroff Landscaping has been in business for over 50 years and can handle all of your landscaping needs, including landscape design, maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, fall cleanup, and they are licensed lawn applicators. Contact Mitch Melton today for all of your landscaping needs at 317-694-9763. Shroff Landscaping, design with you in mind. This is Carson Edwards from the Boston Celtics, and you're listening to the Boiler Breakdown Podcast, hosted by Tanner Lee, Evan Webb, and Andrew Eiler. They have to win there. Tanner understands. Oh, anybody! John Hopkins baptizing the masses! Trying to save it. Jump ball here, and kept in play by Edwards. What a great they numbers. They got numbers. Edwards steps it in. Oh! The Boilers got a look up, baby! This is Carson Edwards from the Boston Celtics, and you're listening to the Boiler Breakdown Podcast, hosted by Tanner Lee, Evan Webb, and Andrew Eiler. What's going on, everybody? Tanner Lee, Evan Webb, and Andrew Eiler back for the second consecutive night in a row, a Boiler Breakdown Podcast. First, (laughs) we're coming at you tonight all about hoops, Boiler Hoops 2020-2021 season. Set to begin on Wednesday when the Boilers take on Liberty in the Space. What what's it called Space Coast? Space Coast. Challenge? I was just looking that up. Yeah, that's what Space I thought. Coast Challenge. Space yeah. Coast Challenge. Formerly yeah. was the uh, was it the Cancun Cancun Challenge? Cancun Challenge? Yeah, okay. yeah, it was supposed to be. Yeah, down in uh, Orlando area, I believe. I have no idea. Emerald or something. Yeah, 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 six yeah, o'clock yeah. on uh, CBS Sports Network. Melbourne, Florida. So Liberty Flames lined up for Wednesday. Joe Lenardi's got them. Predict, projected as a 16 seed in his latest bracketology. Um, and then 
win or lose, we're either going to play Clemson or Mississippi State on Thanksgiving Day. So we have a little history with Clemson in the past. So yes, it'll do. be interesting. You guys remember when we played them down in the challenge that one year? I think it was the Baby Boilers freshman year, and Kramer smacked his head on the goalpost or the padding of oh, the, yeah. the goal, and then he was out for like three games with a concussion. Mm-hmm. I wasn't uh, Clemson also the team? I think it was. So it was my sophomore year. Uh, so in 2012, 2013, when uh, DJ Burgess went absolute nuclear from three, was that Clemson, the ACC Big Ten Challenge? I know I couldn't watch it because I was uh, I lived in Wiley at the time. I was doing a radio show like during the game, and I missed all of it. And so I was doing like, a two-hour radio show, but I'm pretty sure that was when DJ Bird went just off that game. I think you're right. I completely forgot about that, but I think you're right. I'm right from time to time. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. I would have a tough time going back year to year and telling you who we played in the challenge. Yeah. We'll have to do that one of these days. But, um, yeah, all, all about basketball tonight. Let's, but let's lead off. We had a little recruiting news today. Webby, you yes, want to tell everybody about the another new addition to the Boiler basketball family? Yeah, so we just uh, wrapped up – well, we assume we wrapped up the 2021 class – um, but we got a head start on the 2022 class. So what would be high school juniors about ready to start their uh, high school season. I think it actually kicks off tomorrow for Indiana. Um, the high school season, basketball season starts, but we got to commit from uh, now playing for Homestead in Fort Wayne. He was, he had moved from somewhere. I can't remember somewhere in Michigan. Um, um. Yeah, like Clarkston, Michigan, or something Clarkson, like that. Clarkston, yep, uh, yep. Fletcher Lawyer, uh, Rivals has him as the number 130 or 135th player in the nation, three star. I suspect, I, mean, I know we're not really big on ratings for the most part, but I really suspect his ranking will go up. Um, I think next summer, uh, assuming he has a, a normal AAU summer, we'll see about that. But it's 6'5, 165 pounds. Um, Homestead's gonna have a freaking good team. They've also got uh, Illinois signee Luke Goody. I think it's Homestead, yep. yeah, yep. yeah. Former or alma mater of Caleb Swanigan. Um, so Homestead's going to be a. They're going to have some. They're going to have some shooters on that team. So it'll be that could be fun to watch in the as we get closer to the state tournament. But I mean, just an absolute dead eye shooter. Um, I think he's been he's been uh, compared a lot to uh, having a more or he's being a more athletic Dakota Mathias, kind of in the Dakota Mathias Ryan Klein vein. Um, I mean, he just seems like he's a really smart player. Uh, pretty good defender from what I've kind of just saw. I mean, in just clips, but it's all highlights. So who really can take much from highlights? But he's an absolute, you know, shooter. I know Painter has always, you know, put an emphasis on getting the best shooters he possibly can. And I think he's got one, you know, committed for one of the best shooters in the entire class. So hell of a start to a 2022 class. And I think we're probably going to have around, you know, up to four spots most likely. So, I mean, it's, it's never a bad thing to get one started right away. Especially yeah. when he's prioritized too. Yeah, he was definitely a Purdue fit, as everybody's been saying. Uh, fits the Purdue culture perfectly, so that's perfect. Uh, and I was just going to say his uh, older brother is a junior on the Michigan State team. Yep. Suck it, yep. suck it, Tom. <laughs> um, his, well, his final six were us, Nebraska, Michigan, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Nebraska. Did you say Nebraska? Nebraska. Yeah, because the Big Ten schools were Nebraska, Michigan, and us, and then Missouri. Was, yeah, and one mm-hmm. of was Creighton in that? I don't know why. Kansas that. State or something, something like that, maybe. Uh, they, they were both in uh, Wesley's final. Yeah, but I don't know. 
But I was texting earlier with a big Purdue fan and a loyal listener of the Boiler Breakdown podcast earlier, Sheldon Coleman. His grandfather lives in the Fort Wayne area. I've got the top picks when you're ready. And he he texted me today that lawyer has killer shot-making abilities. Uh, He says his grandpa has been following him close since he lives in Fort Wayne. Um, he's pretty high on him, so good feedback yeah, also yeah, from somebody his, else. His final six were Purdue, North or Nebraska, Michigan were the Big Ten schools, and he had Missouri, Notre Dame, and Utah. The Utes, uh, yeah. Utes, good get. It, I'm happy about it. It's uh, kind of like in the same kind of thinking back to Ivy I mean, when when Ivy committed. Granted, he was going to his senior year, but he only had what like three big time offers between us, Notre Dame, and Butler. You know, he committed right before his his AAU season and. You know, for you know, for sure, he would have gotten a lot more high major offers, and you think, you know, you wonder what Fletcher would get yeah. you know, next summer, assuming he has a normal AAU summer playing on Indy Heat, um, which always plays, you know, the top tournaments all across the country. Um, but not mad about him committing right away. So, yep, yep. It's uh, I don't know if anybody can see my shirt, but Death Texas Paint, <laughs> Death Texas Matt Painter also getting top players in the state over Archie. <laughs> So I want to add Who that. Who just also, also lost some out on one of their 2021 targets. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that, that's the person that wanted more than Trey Kaufman, right? That's what hey, they Hate to see it. You know. Hate to see it. Uh, love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So good way to start off the podcast with some good positive Purdue news. This, I think this podcast is going to be a little more upbeat than the one last time. <laughs> Interesting one. But if you haven't listened to it, go back. We talk all about uh, Purdue's heartbreaking loss to Minnesota and preview the upcoming game against Rutgers. So that's up there on wherever you're listening to this podcast at, which if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating and review. That really helps us out. So, All right. Uh, well, why don't we kind of recap the 2019-2020 Purdue basketball season. It seems like it was a decade ago. Yeah, I've got this. Yeah. I've, got it, I've got it up. Um, I, guess I don't remember. Of, There's so much that's <laughs> happened in the last. I mean, I know you're not. I was talking off when you know, right before we started recording, but going into last year, you know, obviously it was the season after the Elite Eight run. Um, you know, losing Carson Edwards, losing Ryan Klein, losing Grady Eifert. I think we were all. I mean, a lot of people were high on us going into last year. I think I'm trying to think where all a lot of people had us. I think Eric pretty much had in the top four. Top yeah, five, I was gonna say four or five. Five. Um, um, but it, I, as I was saying before we started recording was, you know, I was looking at, you know, last year it was going to be kind of like a, not a rebuild, but a reload, but I was really looking forward to 2020 this year, actually 2020, 2021, because we're going to have, which we'll get into, um, a senior Matt Harms, a senior, no jelly Stern. You're going to have Sasha was going to be a, a junior Hunter was going to be a junior, um, Wheeler was going to be a junior. You were going to have obviously Newman and Gillis, you know, whether or not they were going to be sophomores or redshirt freshmen, whatever we know at the time. Um, and the final four was going to be an Indy. And obviously that's all changed. But so last year, um, definitely disappointing. We ended up ended this season as well. We didn't get, didn't get a chance to play in the big 10 tournament. We were supposed to play Ohio state on March 12th, but that was canceled shortly before the game tipped off. Um, so we ended the season with a loss at home to Rutgers, a three point loss in overtime. Um, so which brought our season total to 16 and 15 overall and nine and 11 in the conference. We were 11 and five at home 
uh, which was obviously a, a much different year than we were all accustomed to. You know, I think the previous year we went undefeated in Mackey, if I'm not yes, mistaken. Yes, we did. So Second time yeah. ever. Yeah, 11-5 at home, 4-8 and eight and away, 1-2 and two on neutral court. It was just, I mean, it was just a season marred with inconsistency. I mean, you had games like, you know, obviously we kind of started out, I believe, um, I can't remember where we played, but we, we lost to Florida State. Um, early there were some the, early, yeah, there were some early yeah, games beat, that got VCU. away. Didn't, didn't we beat VCU? Yeah, beat VCU. Yeah, Actually, close to, game. Uh, lost here. lost in overtime to Florida State. They had the Marquette game. We lost by 10, but I yes. feel like we were up, they were up big. Yeah. yeah, the season started, we had Texas. Yeah, the, the Texas loss. was the first big game. We lost by four. We then were we up had, six with two minutes left in that one, yeah. I believe. And, and then Marquette, yep, lost then Marquette was four days later when blew that one. Yeah, the big lead. Yep. Then we went to the Emerald Coast Classic, <clears throat> uh, kicked the crap. Well, I guess we played it at home first for one of the – played two games first. But Chicago State and Jackson Jacksonville State just whooped on them. Then went down and beat number 20 VCU by three down in Destin. And then I lost another overtime game. Uh, 63 to 60 to the much more athletic Florida State. Um, definitely a game we should have won, um, which was just frustrating. Then we came back home uh, for the Big Ten ACC Challenge against you know a rematch with Virginia and just absolutely kicked the crap out of them, 69 to 40. I mean that was a game. I mean I think definitely looking back, it was um, uh, it was. So who went nuts in that game? It was a little bit of vengeance, but at the Sasha, same time, yeah, yeah Sasha went nuts. It, it was one of those. It was a great Mac environment. Um, you know, a top five team coming in. They were, I don't think they were truly a top five team at the time, but it's what the ranking was given then. Um, pulled the box score here. Sasha had six. Went. Uh, yeah, Sasha had twenty points. Six, six of had, ten from threes. Yeah, Proctor had sixteen. Harms had eleven. Hunter had ten. Um, you know, Sasha had four steals. Proctor had four steals. You know, we had twelve steals in total. Um, you know, shot shot almost uh, shot six of thirteen from the three. So it was just one of those you know games where everything was just it was rolling and Mackey. Um, but then uh, as we went down, we, then we started had the two Big Ten games. We we started out with you know Northwestern, Nebraska. That was the two easiest you know opponents to play given starting the Big Ten season. And we uh, split, beat Northwestern by 14, lost by 14 to Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska was 2-18 and 18 in conference last year. <laughs> yep, that was embarrassing. Yeah. Then, we had a, then we had a scary game going over to Ohio in December, um, but took care of business there, one by yep. 18. Um, then we uh, went to the, the ever – so nice crossroads classic and lost to Andrew Butler Bulldogs here by nine. Is it time time to talk about Butler? (laughs) Talk about Butler now. I I, I turned that game off. I remember like (laughs) halftime and didn't watch the rest. I I do that quite a bit when the crossroads happens. Yeah. Then we uh, beat central Michigan. Well, you should like that. (laughs) One of your teams is always good at it. The other one's not. You got two teams through four. Except when they play each other, then it's just terrifying. Yeah. Then uh, we had don't have to worry about that this year. Yeah. Minnesota game one by five at home, kick up big ten, or kind of reintroduced Big Ten season. Then we had the probably one of the most frustrating games I've had, a game where I shut it off uh, against Illinois at home, where they just, uh, I mean, they just out muscled us. <clears throat> I definitely didn't watch the second half of that game. 
63 to 37. I was there. I had to. Um, this was at Illinois. Oh, yeah. oh, I thought you meant the one at home later. Okay. I thought it was. <laughs> that wasn't good either. Well, they both are awful last year against them. Yeah. Um, then we go to the Michigan. We went to Michigan, which that was kind of the, oh, the, the Trayvon Williams game where he just went off oh, for like 30-something Missed point. that bunny at the buzzer. Yeah, lost by four and double. Over his, block. His, block. He had the three that like hit the rim and popped up yep. and went in. Yeah. Yep. Came but back the, uh, and uh, Yeah. Came back home against Michigan State uh, and just Welcome. did what we did. Seventy-one. That was the Boudreaux game. Yeah, that was Boudreaux game. Um, went up to went out to Maryland, lost by seven. Went back to or came home against Illinois, lost by seventeen at home. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah. Um, came played played bounced back against Wisconsin, won by nineteen. Uh, that was before that Corey Trice or um, not Corey Trice, Kobe King. Um, yeah, transfer quit, and then yep. and then their whole team changed, and they won the conference. Yeah. Then we uh, went out to Piscataway and lost some Rutgers. Yeah. Uh, came back against Northwestern, or came home against Northwestern, one by three. Or no, sorry, went out to Northwestern, one by three. That was the Sasha. Eric Hunter to Sasha. Yeah, yep. yeah that's that. right. Then a, a weird game against number seventy nine. Where we just, I mean, that's, unloaded that's, on Brands yeah. four to sixty eight. I think that's the one I went to with you, Webby. Yeah. That was the most yeah. fun. That was the best. Yeah. Fran. Then a uh, a nice they like quit going, yeah. going down south to uh, Bloomington for the Bob Knight game. That was, I believe, our highest viewed. I'm, I'm positive that was our highest viewed episode we've ever done. Was that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that probably. recap of that game. Yep. Everybody loves hating on IU. It's oh, yeah. I mean, especially when you went down there. Then uh, came back home riding high against uh, Penn State, lost by 12. That was my most frustrating one because I felt like yeah. we were starting to roll. Even though Penn State was good, I'm like, we got this. And then it was just like flat. And they couldn't yeah. mess that. And I drudge. Dread, if I remember correctly, was sitting there. Yeah. We went on a little skid here after kind of because I know after we beat Indiana, it's like we we're hey, we're you know, bounce back. Let's yeah, you know, we, we have a chance to rattle off some games here. Lost to Penn State, lost to at Ohio State, lost at, my birthday. Yeah, lost at Wisconsin, Close lost one. home against Michigan by eight. Yeah, that, that was the one, even like, that was awful. Yeah, awful. that was the one coming in that seemed like Purdue was gonna have just because I mean, they played them so tough in Michigan. Yeah, all right, at Mackey, you gotta get them. Yeah, yep, gonna get done. Then we had a get right game against Indiana 57 49, just a kind of a knockout drag out fight. Um, then we our the last high we had was against Iowa in Iowa, oh, beautiful, just yep. again, just. Pouring on them, they don't play defense. One seventy-seven, sixty-eight, and then we had the Rutgers loss. Yeah, and overtime, which that was a killer because it felt like if we won that one. Maybe we could get a game or two in the Big Ten tournament and, and sneak yeah. into the NCAA tournament, which of course didn't happen. But uh, right. definitely ended the season on a sour note, and it was a it was a very frustrating year. I yeah. forgot how up and down the season oh was. Like I totally forgot. Like I remember, I, I totally forgot about the early losses to Texas and Marquette. The Marquette one, I think, was the most frustrating. That's yeah, my team and just. And then just dominate like Virginia, just yeah. dominate. I forgot about I forgot about the Iowa, Iowa game. Yeah. yeah, I knew I knew sweep. I remember sweeping IU. Obviously, it's great. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of like up and down. There's a lot like, of highs, a lot of lows. Yeah. yeah, just a lot of just like five oh, losses yeah. in Mackey. That doesn't win by, happen. Yeah, win by thirty, team. lose by thirty. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that was just a lot. A big product of you know lack of true leadership. I mean, obviously, we expected. 
the juniors and, and harms and Eastern who had played a lot of minutes over the course of their careers had played in, you know, massive games and this wasn't there, you know, whether or not it was, you know, their fault or not. I don't really, I mean, we don't have to get into that, but then you go into the off season and then we had the surprising news. It was first, it was harms announcing he was going to train. He was going to do a fifth year transfer. He was graduating. He was going to do a graduate. So that was, you know, that was a shock. And then I think, I think there was always a, um, a, for whatever reason, there was always rumors that no gel was going to transfer just because of things he was doing or his mom <clears throat> was posting stuff online or whatever. And eventually that rolled around. Um, I didn't look at the date when it happened because I don't really care, but he announced he was going to transfer. Then it was, he was going to go to Michigan. Then he wasn't he's going to Michigan. To Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Came to Michigan. Then now he's, he's over at Howard. Um, so, I mean, obviously going to this year, those are probably our, definitely our two best defenders. Harms is a great, you know, rim protector, you know, no gel given, you know, for what he lacked in offense, which is a lot he makes up with. And, you know, he's a really good defender and being able to guard really, I mean, really one through four very, very well, uh, which definitely left a lot of question marks. But then you throw in that we had, you know, that was a lot of questions. But then we had a lot of excitement coming into this year with, not only Jaden Ivey and Ethan Morton and Zach Eady, but throwing in, you know, two guys in uh, Brandon Newman, who I keep forgetting about for some reason. He, and might, he might start Wednesday. Yeah, uh, I, think he's, I think he's going to start Wednesday. I think I've got him in my starting five. Because um, he's going to add a necessity. He's only going to have eight players. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's uh, eight like scholarship we're freaking players. Freaking 0-2 already with, without <laughs> So it's uh yeah I mean it was a crazy I mean, obviously a crazy offseason for you know outside of basketball um and obviously this the season kind of getting turned on its head and starting late than it was supposed to and I mean, we should already be, we should already be you know a handful of games in um but yeah I'm just ready to get yeah. this started yeah the season's gonna be unlike anything we've ever endured college basketball related I mean we see it in football but unlike football there's gonna be Pretty much, uh, well, I guess that's false because I know Butler's having 25%. I was going to say there's going to be no crowds across the landscape, but this a few teams are got, still going to have some. Yeah, this is when I got tickets for Wednesday night to go see Butler just because. I kind of hate you right now. <laughs> uh, uh, but Big 10's going to have no no crowd. There'll be fans or families, I believe, of staff and players, but that's going to be like 100 people at most yeah. because your team's made up of 12 dudes, not 90. Yeah. Um, and you have some people who, you know, someone like Ethan Morton, who's he's across the country, you know. He's yeah. Like, yeah, right, right. Maybe, maybe for like Saturday games, but. Right. You know, I, don't, I expect, you know, Mr. It's Mr. It's going to be Ball. so bizarre. I think I'm preparing myself for a weirder viewer experience than football. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't, I don't think you see the the crowd or the crowd isn't as big on TV, I guess, compared. I mean, you'll hear them occasionally, hear but them, it's yeah. not. But the field's so big and the benches yeah. and the players are so big. That's what you see. Mm-hmm. College will be interesting just because I think you'll hear the coaches a lot. I mean, you'll mm-hmm. hear them occasionally, like when the when at the home team, the crowd gets quiet and you'll hear mm-hmm. Painter, you'll hear the shoes squeak in. It's going to sound like a scrimmage, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's going to yeah. – like it's if you gonna see, be... it's gonna, you're going to hear shoes, you're going to hear Painter yelling, you're going to hear the other coach yelling. It's going to be – I think it would be cool. It's going to come down to coaches, you know, who can outcoach the other one, which, I mean, that's part of – normal basketball anyways but you're not going to have you know you could have a trap game against a ball state and if you're playing like crap you might just play like crap the whole time and lose you can't depend on that crowd mm-hmm. to raise your level of play and get you going um, the guys are going to have to bring their own energy the coaches are going to have to um, motivate them to bring the energy it's going to be fa- it's going to be fascinating in that regard but um, 
man, Purdue's got to be one of the probably top 10 teams in the nation that this not having fans affects the most, I would think. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I guess. I would I'm think so. I, mean, I think so. Yeah. I, I, I think, mean, I think, or, you know, Mackey's pretty special. Point. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I agree. But and I, I just, so young. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that does the thing too is like, I mean, you had a team we saw last year that struggled with those inconsistent, you know, sometimes bringing the energy. You know, I feel like sometimes you just, we just didn't have games. Where we were, you know, as up as we should be, uh, whether it be a road game or, um, you know, maybe a neutral site game where there wasn't as many fans. We didn't have, the, you know, the Mackey crowd behind us. Um, and that kind of worries me going into this year, just because again, I mean, obviously those guys are a year older, but it's you know, like I said, we can't depend on you know when Sasha nails a three of you know the place going nuts. It's just going to be just like a scrimmage, like Andrew said. Nope. Yep. And um, and and I think I'm already preparing myself for. I think this season's going to be a lot of growing pains. Yeah. Take some bumps early and often, probably, and hopefully get better as the year goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's hard. On, on paper, not to already look forward to next year and get very excited in the next few years with the loader roster. But uh, we got this year to focus on first. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, we, we only got a handful of non-conference games instead yeah. of the usual gauntlet. Yeah, we've only got, let's see here, we start off with Liberty, then obviously Clemson or Mississippi State, and then we um, come back to West Lafayette against Oakland. On the that 10th. is a rare Tuesday, December 1st, 3 o'clock game yeah, 3 on the Big Ten Network. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Good, uh, good, uh, good reason to leave work early, Tanner. Yeah, I'm, okay. gonna, I'm just going to put uh, Rob Blackman and uh, Bobby Buckets on yeah. on, uh, on the ear on the on, in my earbuds. So, I didn't even mention that. Yeah, the Cliz is hung it up, which was sad to see. But yeah, I, I wish I wish he could have stepped away uh, in more appropriate uh, a setting that he he deserves. You know, full yeah. house, giving him stand ovation, and everything, but not the yeah. Um, then we uh, play Valpo December 4th or Friday. I hate p.m. playing them. I hate it. <laughs> we may end up seeing a couple of these teams multiple times, depending on how the uh, how things shake yeah, out. Yeah, we talked about what, school out east. Is it Boston? Is that what we decided? Oh, it's like, it was, yeah, Boston, Boston, yeah, Boston University and somebody are playing like six mm-hmm. times in a year. That's so. just like home away, home Definitely got to be some fights in that series. <laughs> yeah. We play Miami in the Big Ten ACC Challenge down in Miami on December 8th, at two, a Tuesday. Uh, played them a couple years ago in Mackey. Yeah. Yep. Who was their point guard that they had that was pretty good? Uh, uh, Larkin. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He went to Dallas Mavericks, and yep. I don't know where he's at now. Speaking of the Mavericks, real quick. Uh, the Midwestern Cowboy, Dakota <laughs> Mathias, is not a Maverick anymore. He's a Philadelphia 76er, signed a two-way deal. So congratulations to Dakota. That is awesome. <clears throat> yep, he's – I mean, yeah, he deserves every shot. I mean, he tore it up with the with the Texas Legends. So, uh, I mean, they're getting, you know, an absolute dead-eye shooter. So, hopefully – And uh, in, speaking of pro boilers, Etwan Moore signed a one-year deal with the Phoenix Suns. So, um, he's getting paid less than he did with the Pelicans, but uh, Tuan's on the move again and keeps his career going. So that's all you can ask for, being the 55th overall selection back in um, 2011. So yeah. Pretty great. Just keep mm-hmm. going. Uh, then we wrap up. Oh, nope, just kidding. We don't wrap up our non-conference. We have uh, a home game against Indiana State on Saturday, December 12th. Bucket day. Yep. Yep, bucket day. Then we have a we start conference with Ohio State December sixteenth on a Wednesday. And then we go to the probably what will be the last year of the Crossroads Classic against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish oh on Saturday, December nineteenth. 
And then, well, you know, I think, is this the first time ever we've got a Christmas Day game? So, yes, that I, I know, know of. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. If, I, I thought we had one. I thought we went somewhere else early that week before we played Maryland at home. I thought we went to like Iowa. Oh, yeah, Iowa, yeah, Iowa. Which is our only time playing Iowa. I thought the yeah. Big Ten schedule makers are very generous that Purdue only has to play Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin, and Michigan <laughs> once. We do yeah. only get Northwestern once, but you get the three, probably the top three dogs once, and Michigan's going to be pretty good too. So now we we're playing at again. We're not playing with fans, so it doesn't really matter. Sure. But at Iowa, at Champaign, you still have different rims, different shooting backgrounds. Yeah. That, but you don't have the crowd. So. Yeah, uh, we play Michigan at home, and then what was the other, was it? So it was Michigan, Wisconsin? Was that it? Yeah, Wisconsin at home. That's the second to last game of the year. So, yep, get yeah. everybody else twice. I know Indiana's the last game of the regular season, which is nice. Yeah, because you know, I mean, they haven't ruled out fans. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you know, if something changes and we're able to have fans. That would be a hell of a game to have fans for. Sure would. <laughs> it's it's hard to imagine, which it probably will happen. Now we said Assembly Hall in January. Say both these teams are ranked. And empty house. Oh. That's just that's just oh, yeah. nightmares. I mean, what was the last time both t- both teams were ranked? I know uh, two years ago they were ranked because that was like uh, that's like that was right at the start of their like. So I, I want to say <laughs> it was the last time we lost in Bloomington back in like 2016. Oh, of stupid goaltending call on AJ Hammonds. I would I think this- I would think we were both ranked. <clears throat> I mean, I think so yeah. I, I hope just I hope for no fans at Assembly Hall just to hear Painter ripping the ref just because I'd be intrigued to hear what he says because you know you know he's gonna get screwed I mean he's pretty yeah. gonna get hosed job yeah so I, I would be interested to, I could see a cupcake or two giving Indiana all they want with no fans at Assembly. Oh, Hall. I'd love to see. Oh, it. Yeah. I, mean, I think I mean they're, they're a team that's gonna struggle or not struggle but could could struggle with no fans. I mean I know when they played you know especially with the ACC Big Ten Challenge when they have like a they had Florida State at home last year when they have a North. They Carolina play Florida play. State again, I think this year. You guys yeah. haven't. Joey Brunk is going to bring the energy. <laughs> Terrible. But I mean, it's. I mean, you think about them. You know, I mean, I feel bad for. I don't actually. I don't feel bad for Illinois fans. I but. don't feel bad for Illinois. <laughs> I just had to go through a podcast talking about Illinois for half the freaking thing. But I mean, you know, they finally have, you know, our house this year, and of course they can't have fans. So that's you know, sucks to suck. Um, I got them nah, number two in the Big Ten. Nah, I'm not giving the satisfaction of saying yeah. they're going to win it. I got them number two. Uh, I mean Iowa. I mean, kind I of got Iowa winning the big in the same boat. Um, I refuse to pick them because I refuse to believe in Iowa until they prove me wrong. Well, they're ninety seventh in defense, but they Man. should be able to score so many points. I mean, yeah. you add Bo Hannon back to the mix of all those guys returning. We they can. should be really yeah. good. Yeah, Wisconsin should be good too. I know everybody. I know they're a weak Big Ten defending champ, but they get all five of their starters back. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I mean, you look at someone like Rutgers. They ended the year ranked, so I mean, they'll be good. They'll be good. I think the big, I mean, the Big Ten is going to be fun this year. It's just, it's just a, sh- it's just a shame that we don't get to see it with fans because these could be some awesome games. Wait, we, wait, you guys want to hear my predictions for the Big Ten real quick? Let's go. Some of these you're probably not gonna agree on, and that's fine. I'm, I'm a little bit mad at myself on some <laughs> of these, but I have Iowa one, <clears throat> Illinois two, Wisconsin three. Michigan State four, Rutgers five, Indiana six, I hate that. Ohio State seven, 
Michigan eight, Boilers nine, Maryland ten, Minnesota eleven, Northwestern twelve, Nebraska thirteen, and Penn State fourteen. Yeah, Penn State's a dumpster fire. Right I now. think those last three are by far the worst. Uh, yeah. Penn State, Nebraska, and Northwestern. Penn State's got no head coach. Um, yeah, Pat, who is it? Pat Chambers resigned like two weeks ago. Yeah, didn't he? they got yeah. their interim guy who used to coach at I think at Duquesne, but. Uh, um, hey, honestly, this, yeah. that worked out. That worked out pretty well for Butler. I mean, Chris Holtman. That's how he came in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I just, I mean, Penn State's <laughs> one of those teams that not having a tournament killed him last year. I mean, Lamar Stevens is finally gone. Mike Watkins is finally gone. He looked like yeah. he's forty five since the day he stepped on campus. Did Stevens um, get picked up by anybody? I don't think he got drafted, but I don't know. I don't know. So I was surprised he got drafted. Um, I got a can't question. believe you got Ohio State up there. Ugh. No, they ranked um, twenty three. They lost a lot though. They lost like four or five guys, but they got two or three transfers. Yeah, I know. Um, got a question here on Periscope from Ian Bullock. Uh, just beat the Michigan schools. Can't stand them or their fans. Doesn't help that I live in Northern Michigan. I apologize that you uh, <laughs> live up there around those fans because we don't like them either. <laughs> uh, Michigan State's pretty much the worst, and Michigan's really starting to get on my nerves too. Yeah. Definitely don't like Michigan football. How bad would it have been had if No Gel actually would have somehow gotten into Michigan and gotten like a waiver? It'd been fun to play against them. Yeah, I mean, it was especially but without a like crowd on Mackey, that kind of would have been a bummer because yeah. I was envisioning a full crowd just booing them, unlike anybody's got boo, <laughs> which is too bad. I mean, but uh, yeah. So, but I like you said, Webby. I think the Big Ten's going to be loaded. A lot of good returning players. A lot of good teams. I can see nine teams getting in the tournament. Mm-hmm. But what's going to be fascinating is the Big Ten still got the 21 day rule for basketball. If a guy tests positive, that's a huge Got to miss chunk. a lot of games. Could uh, change the whole race of the Big Ten. Does the NCAA take that? I think they got to take that in consideration when seeding teams. I, I mean, I, I, I was thinking if you if you see hey, what's it going to be if like are they going to miss like weeks of games? Because if you get five guys or six guys that test positive. If that happens, I think you almost <clears throat> you still, of course, you can play basketball just five guys, but uh, uh, yeah, I think I don't know if they'd make a team play. Yeah, I it's mean, if, nuts. if you get so there's 12, 13 guys on the roster, they're all in practice together. If one of them tests positive, I mean, they're all exposed. Oh, like four or five of them live together at a time, it usually is. Yeah, like so across the street, usually. <clears throat> I don't know. This is. I'm, I'm I hope it works out. I'm yeah. I, I'm not too optimistic. I hope it works out, but I'm I don't know. The NCAA has got to find a way to get to the tournament and make a tournament happen. They can't afford that, that's it. That's like for something like you know, especially like teams like the Big Ten, where it's such a brutal schedule. Like it could help because some teams may just have to just, I mean, shut down or whatever. Where it's, you're just you're just eliminating the pool of teams to choose from. And it's like a survival pool there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be a lot Literally. of luck. I mean, we, we talked about that in football too. It's a lot of not only talent, like who's the best, but who gets lucky from a health standpoint. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's I mean, that's that's I mean, the same with every year. It's just injuries. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just, I mean, as we saw, mm-hmm. as we've seen in the past, we just we've know, already seen this year for Purdue. Uh, yeah, Hunter Junior's out for it sounds yeah. about probably four weeks. Might not be yeah. the total six and. Ethan Morton's trying to come back right now for Mono, and Emmanuel Dewan is out with pneumonia. So we're down to eight guys already. So, geez, I feel <laughs> eight, like we're already eight at a scholarship. Yeah. Hey, we got Chase Martin. We got the, the leg. Yeah, Conzo. Conzo Martin. We're going to see he's a freshman, freshman walk on. I, I, we're going to need him. 
Liberty. I, I mean, Liberty won. Liberty won thirty games last year. I know they're, they're projected sixteen seed in Lenardi's bracketology. They're not a pushover. I mean, what's no. the? I uh, what's is there a line? I saw a line for the I Butler game, and I was oh, pretty Jackson. disappointed. <laughs> Who's Butler play, Andrew? Butler plays Western Michigan. Oh, okay. that could be scary. It's a Mac opponent. You know, Last, Butler is minus one. Butler minus one. Oh my one. god. <laughs> I thought they were gonna be like minus fifteen or something. I don't have a line on this. I don't, the only line I have for Big Ten games is I've got Penn State fourteen over Drexel. Nope, Drexel Dragons. <laughs> Maryland six and a half over Old Dominion. Hey, I don't know. Who does Maryland, Maryland even have? They don't have sticks. I got you. Turgeon. They have, they have Turgeon, so they're gonna. Blow I got my notes. So yeah, you're the one who did the the podcast. I should right? know this off the top of my head, but. Yeah. Uh, um, they lost Cowan and Sticks, but they have uh, Erica Ayala returning. Uh, yeah, yeah. Darrell Marcel. Uh, they got a few transfers. They got Galen Smith from Alabama, Laquan Smith from I can't read my I couldn't read that earlier. Dante <laughs> Scott's back. Uh, Aaron Wiggins is probably going to be their stud. So. Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they would like to think. Um, so. That's one thing I noticed. The Big Ten got more transfers than I've ever yeah. seen this year. Well, did Nebraska just come? Did Nebraska oh, my God. They got like yeah. eight. Yeah. Well, they, they didn't have, well last year they didn't have any. But like They're all yeah. transfers last year too. I wrote down um, three and then um, co-host of my other podcast wrote down like three or four other ones. So they got a ton. Yeah. They, uh, buddy of mine a buddy of Nebraska fan too. and they're – yeah. Well, he's next year, right? He's not on the team this year, right? You're right, but his brother is transferring from Pittsburgh there this year, Trey McGowan's. So Bryce McGowan's is the five star for next year. I think, unless is he's it, there this year. No, he's a twenty. Yeah, he Trey McGowan's is there. Okay. What, I don't know if he's eligible. He's on the roster. Wait, what? Trey McGowan's oh. is on the roster. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. like, a, okay. like Ohio State, they got <clears throat> Seth Towns from Harvard, Harvard, uh, Jimmy Sotos from uh, Bucknell, and um, Julie uh, Suing from Cal. I mean, they, they picked up three transfers, but they also lost both Wessons, DJ Carton, uh, Luther Muhammad, and Alonzo Gaffney. So they had a lot of departures. Did he go to Marquette? Yes. That's right. Yes. So, I mean, there's a lot of new faces around the Big Ten. Michigan's got some new guys in the top recruiting class, too. They got uh, Mike Smith from Columbia and uh, Chendez Brown from Wake Forest. So, like Michigan State, the Hauser, one of the Hauser twins, he's finally he can play. He's got to play against yeah. his brother on Virginia in the ACC Big yeah. Ten Challenge. But the Virginia one's better, isn't he? He's like a Player of the Year candidate. Yeah. Yeah. I can't keep them straight. I don't know. Which it's got to be interesting. But Sorry, uh, I'm, I'm still lost in the, the the Nebraska roster and figuring out where all these guys came from. Oh, it's, it's all over the place. Like wow. one of them, one of them came from the National Institute of Sport Expertise and Performance. Is that Teddy France. Allen? No, that's Yvonne Odaragogo. <laughs> uh, Teddy Allen was West Virginia and a Juco. So they got Kobe Webster from uh, Western oh, Illinois. There's already been a Big Ten game canceled already. The Northwestern really? Prairie View game was supposed to be on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It's been canceled. That's I don't not know good. why. I don't know why. I, mean, I know Duke's postponed already. I know Bay- Baylor, Illinois. Well, isn't there uh, someone going down to Florida to play? They don't even know who they're playing yet because of uh, – t- Arizona State. Yeah, yeah. 
Yep. It's a there's some situations it's just a crap show. It's gonna be bonkers. It's awful. So (laughs) but it's here. Basketball season is upon us if we're ready or not. It starts in two days. It doesn't feel like it, but it is here. What what's uh what are some questions you're wondering about this Purdue team? Uh Oh who boy. who's gonna pass the ball to Travion? And is it gonna be better? <laughs> Ethan Morton. I know. Is it yeah. gonna be if once he's back? I mean, yeah. he he. I mean, like we talked about this. I think offline this week, about. So. I we talked about this about. Sorry, go ahead. Go no, go ahead. I was just we. I think we talked offline about like how Ethan Morton and Dakota Mathias so eerily similar, and how I think Morton coming back from mono. I'm pretty sure Matthias had mono his like freshman year before the season, and that kind of gave him weak until I think around the first of the year. It seemed like now we're starting a little later, but um, sounds like Morton's close. But I agree. I hope it's Morton. Yep. I hope Ivy. I hope I get to see Ivy. But I, that's my... I read today where Ivy's there. He's struggling to learn the one because um, on the fly they're just trying expected. to make him learn the two. So that's a little nerve wracking with a young guy going to be handling the ball, but. Uh, I want to know if Travion can play 30 minutes. That's not gonna have to, I think. He I looked it up. He played 22 a game last year. Yeah. So so eight minutes is kind of a big jump, but not it is. Really. Yeah. I it mean, is. Yeah. he doesn't have he doesn't have to split with Harms. I don't know how much of that last year was him splitting with Harms because Harms himself was a good player and they they balance each other as Harms being a good defender and Travion sometimes struggling to keep up with some of the quicker bigs. Hopefully he's Worked on that. I'm sure he worked pretty hard. I know they all had long yeah. off seasons, and I'm sure they had their assignments. And Trevion's was probably foot speed and conditioning and get ready to play. I hope so, because he could be a beast if he can play 30 minutes. Does he lead the team in scoring? Yes, per game, yeah. once per game. I would have said Hunter would have could have pushed him, but now Hunter yeah. missing some games, and then I think that kind of gives some growth to some of the other guards to kind of. Not take not take a spot, but just kind of take a bigger role than they may have had the opportunity if Hunter was there the whole time, yeah. which is not a bad thing. I mean, I think it's just yeah. more more experience the first three weeks or so. What um? But, let me look and see if I can look this up. Uh, individual, how many did Trayvon average last year? He like twelve or something. I was gonna guess. Eleven and a half for no. the average last year. So, what do you think? If we, we all agree that he's going to lead us in scoring this year, what do you think he'll average? I was hoping about fourteen. Yeah, I was hoping fourteen. If he if he can make his free throws, then that should that should be a huge jump. He shot like forty five percent from the free throw line, and what did we say in the scrimmage that they had a couple weeks ago? He went like thirteen for fourteen or something. Mm-hmm. When you, which um, way, just like we saw with No Gel two years ago, you know, being able to knock down free throws made him more aggressive. So you think the same thing with Trayvon, just you know, attacking the basket more. Hopefully, I mean, you know, he's got the confidence. But I think if he can average fourteen, fifteen, we got something special there. I I just hope they can get him the ball because I mean, even if he's not scoring, he's maybe the best passer on the team, especially from in the middle that yeah. it's got to go through him, especially with young guards and without Hunter, it's kind of a lot to ask mm-hmm. Ivy or Newman or somebody on mm-hmm. a guard who hasn't played to kind of create offense. Who leads a team in uh, three pointers made? I think, I think we know Webby's answer. Oh my God. It's got, it's, it's going to be Sasha, but if you say Aaron yeah. Wheeler, Webby, no, you're no, off this podcast. Hey, Matt Matt did say he's been shooting it really well lately today in this press that's, conference. That's, that's to boost his confidence. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be Sasha. Um, 
Okay, yeah, I agree. I was going to go Brandon Newman, but uh, I'll go Sasha. That's I that's. Mind. I kind of forgot about Sasha. I hate to say. <laughs> I think Sasha's just going to get more opportunities. I I hope Morton. Oh, okay. In total, sorry, not Morton Newman. You're saying like total three pointers or actual three point percentage? No, total. I think total Sasha. threes. Sasha shot 38% last year. Is he going to get over 40? I feel like he was kind of hot and cold last year. He was hot and cold. He was hot on at home. and uh, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, yeah, he couldn't miss a match. He hit anything. Yeah, Isaiah had that really good shooting game up at the Cole Center last year that got him going yeah. a little bit. Sasha made 64 threes last year. No, sorry. yeah, 64. For what? He shot 167. I'm afraid. Isaiah might kind of become the lost guy. I hope not. I don't think so. I, don't I, think, I think this not is, anymore. I, I think with Hunter going out, I think this is the time for him to absolutely. I think he'll get the nod just because. Well, I think he great. starts Wednesday, but yeah. I mean, who if they're talking about Ivy playing the two, who's playing the one outside of Thompson? I mean, was Hunter playing the one? Morton, Morton. I think, but Morton's hurt too right now, and who knows? Oh. I mean, he or hurt sick, come conditioning, getting his strength back. Starting five on Wednesday. Right now, I think it's Thompson, Sasha, Newman, Wheeler, Williams. Oh, that's my five. Damn it! <laughs> I would. I'm gonna. I think Ivy. I think Ivy starts. I think it's I Thompson, think, Ivy. I think I, Ivy at the two. I think he gives a nod to the older guys, um, just for this first game. Except Newman. Well, yeah, but he's he's also been around for a year. Yeah. So is Thompson. Yeah. So. I think it, Who was your four? Tanner Wheeler. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I, would yeah, I think I think it. I think the lineups could change a bunch as the year goes on. I mean, yeah. Hunter's gonna come back, he'll he'll slide in the one and I could see Martin starting eventually if he's all that he's cracked mm-hmm. up to be. Um yeah. I think Travion's pretty safe to start at the five uh, yes. as long as he stays healthy. <laughs> yeah. But but I'm encouraged to see what Edie does. I mean he's seven foot four. I, I just want to <laughs> see him out there. It is a little scary to think that if one of those two guys hurt or gets COVID. <laughs> Purdue doesn't have a backup center. We got to we'll get Manny when he gets healthy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But who knows if that happens like next week? Yeah. Probably Wheeler as your five. Mason yeah. Gillis. I think Gillis will play the I'm five. I'm intrigued by Gillis. I keep forgetting about him too. You know, Purdue's got a lot of depth. Time. should have a lot of depth. That's, that's exciting. Um, Unex- just, just so Unex- the unknown. Unproven. The unknown. Unproven. That's what makes me nervous. That's why I had us ninth in the conference. I mean, I could see yeah. us getting seventh pretty easily, maybe even top six, but just, I just don't know. <clears throat> I haven't seen five of these guys play. So, <laughs> no seniors. I mean, yeah. even though nobody loses. Ex- I mean, think about this. This isn't going to happen. I mean, this could really screw up scholarships, but we're going to get hopefully everybody back next year. Hopefully nobody leaves. Then what if nobody wants to leave after that? We get everybody back the next year. Three straight years with pretty much the same team, adding first in a Kaufman oh, Wren, and then Lawyer would be the next year, right? Yeah, uh, right now we have four scholarships. But if if that happens, that could really, that could really screw with with scholarships. Because right now, assuming gonna have some be, old seniors. Oh yeah, my man! You're talking like I mean, what Wheeler and Sasha will be there for like six years <clears throat> or something like that, five or six years. The Tory Williams of the basketball team, <laughs> Jason Warner of the basketball team. Uh, Who is, it's gonna be uh, interesting. So I guess so. Who do you have? Is I would assume take say Williams and. Hunter, your top two scores. Yeah. Who do you think emerges as the third? I'm going Newman. I keep hearing I good things. Well. I'm, I'm excited Newman. about his potential. Do it. 
I see the look on her face. Newman or Ivy? <laughs> I'm going Wheeler. I, think. I knew it. I saw the look I on think, his face. I, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, I roll for me. Oh, gosh. Do <laughs> well, you want me to read I you his stats tell. from last year? You can go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Let me find him at the bottom of the box score here. I love it. He's going to have a Keaton Grant-like year going to his sophomore year. And granted, this is going to be his junior year, but he's going to bounce back. I think, yeah. He worked with he's worked with Rafael. I think he is destined for a fantastic season. I hope so. I would love I would love to see it. I will eat crow, but I am a massive Aaron Wheeler fan. Was it who was it? Was it Dockich? Was it Dockich that said he's gonna be an NBA player? Kevin Durant like. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. I hope so. I you know, I could see it. I'd love to see it. Yes, we hope you're wrong, Andrew. On the yeah, I agree. podcast. But. I think he's the surprise of this year. I mean, I I, I hope so. I think I, a lot I, of people are banking on like I mean I mean I'm I'm not sure if I'd call Ivy or Morton a surprise because I think we're all just expecting it but I would still call them a surprise if you know they they have oh like, sure they're freshmen I mean there's freshman, a big learning yeah. curve yeah mm-hmm. I think uh, I think Wheeler has a big year but that's also I hope uh, so I'm incredibly biased so I will predict Ivy has a big game in the crossroads against Notre Dame that'd be cool <laughs> yeah hopefully that make it uh, I got a question for you what um, who replaces the Tommy Loose Victory cigar this year. Ooh. What walk on? Martin. I hope uh, so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he, he's going to be a fan favorite with his yeah. dad already. Oh, I know. But yeah. he's a freshman. Think, so is there an older? I can't think yeah, of yeah, who the other walk ons are. Wolburn. Yeah, he's a junior. You've got he Matt. played a little last year. Yeah, he Matt. played a little bit. Frost Matt. has been there Frost a little bit. Sophomore. Um, yeah, Carson Barrett's new. I yeah, think. Barrett, the bad yeah. thing is, none of them are going to get popular. This year because there's no crowd. <laughs> yeah, so, that's true. I mean, nobody's on Tommy Loose level, man. That, uh, I know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Bobby Buckets was always the fan favorite for the uh-huh. walk-ons until Loose blew that out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because uh, he was just he was out there just crossing over, chucking it up, chucking it up. Yeah. Yep. Exactly what he should have Both been done. New walk-ons this year are legacies. You got um, Carson Barrett. His dad Dave played for Purdue from '88 to '91. Wasn't there a there wasn't a bear that went to like Northwestern that wasn't the Purdue legacy, was it? The guy, I think he always wore like a headband or something. There's a big guy. I know Purdue recruited him. He's from Illinois. So maybe not because this one's from Lafayette. I don't know who I'm thinking Barrett, of. Six five played played at Central Catholic. Uh, his dad was was teammates with Coach Painter, so I think we know how he got that <laughs> that role. Well, it's like Tommy Luce's dad yeah. and Painter, good buddies. So yeah. And then Conzo Martin's son. <laughs> he could have probably went to Missouri, but he oh, yeah. probably doesn't know how secure his dad's job is there either. So, <laughs> Well, he also – he says here he chose Purdue because he wanted to go to a good engineering school, and he loves the coaching staff. So Awesome. Hey. He was named all-conference and all-district as a senior, uh, district title as a sophomore. He was valedictorian. <clears throat> so. okay. He's the only guy, if I saw this graphic correct, that doesn't have Twitter on the team. Everybody's yeah. got the handles of Instagram and Twitter, and he's the only one down on Twitter. Probably a smart move. Just his dad being a head coach. Yeah, okay. oh, yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah. So so I was thinking of Barrett Benson for Northwestern, mm-hmm. whose dad played tight end at Purdue. Mm-hmm. He is a six ten senior. We don't get legacies when it comes to football very often. Oh no, he's a he's at Northwestern Center. Uh, Cole Komet, like that still ticks me off. Basketball center. I forgot his dad played for us. So did his uncle, Jeff yeah. Zagina. That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, when did he, I guess, 
I mean, that was Hazel years. Why would you yeah. want to come out and dump something? <laughs> yeah, no. He had a chance to go to Notre Dame. Or from Notre Dame, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't want to talk. This is in the football pocket, so I don't want to talk about Notre Dame jumping in on recruits we're going after. Jerks. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah um, anything else to cover about basketball that I'm forgetting before? Um, start wrapping this thing up slowly. I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to think. How long do you think uh, Shrewsbury stays on staff? Through next year, really? Okay. Yeah. I think I think the first year we had, I think whether it's this year or next year, if we have like a you know a really good year, I mean, I, I, this year can be a lot like football, where it's just gonna be it's gonna be hard to fire a coach unless it's, you just drastically underperform. Um, they do have more games in basketball than football. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I agree. But we've already seen it. South Carolina already gave uh, uh, Muschamp yeah, the axe. So. Yeah. Webby's uh-huh. Webby's sure that Harbaugh's on his way so, out. So. so so let's say who let's say coaches we we do see some coaches go. Anybody in the Big Ten that seats hot going into this year? Well, I would have said Pat Chambers. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was kind of thinking that. I thought um, he saved his job last year going to the yeah tournament. Um, I man, that's a I got one in the Big Ten. How about oh. Richard Pertino? Yeah, yeah. I, I just feel like their expectations are yeah. Are pretty tempered there. Um, I could see someone like Turgeon. You know, I mean, I feel like they've always been. He can recruit, but he can't recruit. But they just can't. They, the results just aren't there. Um, what if Fran, like with his great team, got knocked out in like the first yeah, round? Yeah, absolutely <laughs> collapsed. Like if that would be awesome. Is is Collins still at Northwestern? I don't even yep. know. Yeah, I mean he's pretty much a lifer for getting them to the <laughs> dance, but his teams are getting worse. Like, yeah, I could see if they have. Mm. I mean, I don't know. Um, I I think he's got more time. I mean, we run through it. I mean, Rutgers definitely no, not. Pike I mean, on, yeah, he's, he's, he's on halfway. Um, How about Archie? If they do really really bad, they would have to. They would have to really, yeah, poop the bed as PJ yeah. Fleck. They'd have to read PJ Fleck's books and. Let's not bring um, him up on this podcast I either. I just, mm. uh, I don't <laughs> know. going to walk on guard at Wisconsin. Whoop de doo. And annoying that role yeah. too. Um, yeah, I, think, I don't I know. Think, yeah, I, I want Archie to be there forever. <laughs> keep coaching circles around. Fine with me. I, I don't think there's really any. <clears throat> no, I don't think so. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think even just nationwide. Man, I don't really pay Alcons about Missouri. Well, well, about, not not going to get fired. What about Izzo? Is he going to retire here anytime soon? No, probably I mean, like five more years. Two classes. I mean, he's, he's got. I mean, next year's class, he's got uh, what's his Max Christie coming in, and then if this kid doesn't go pro, he's got Imoni Bates in twenty twenty two. Which there's no way in hell that kid plays a minute in college basketball. He's going to go. Hope pro. not. I hope not either because he's really freaking good. Um, he's yeah. loaded. He's got that class loaded. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, is. How, about, bag, man. how about this scenario? Since the NCAA tourney, well, it's supposed to be originally in, in Indianapolis anyway. Oh, yeah. Trying to maybe bubble it in Indianapolis, which means Duke's going to win it all because they win it every time <laughs> it's in Indy. But say Duke does win it, does Coach K retire? Ooh. He's how getting up there. K? He's got some health issues. He? He's in his 70s, let's, right? Let's look him up. How do you spell that? <laughs> Just put Coach K. <laughs> yeah, or, uh, I mean, I mean, you got to be thinking him, Roy, and Jim Beheim. They're getting to the end of the rope. Jeffy is seventy-three. Yeah, 
Yeah, I would say if he wins it all, go out on top. Roy Williams. I want to guess what Roy Williams is. I'm going to guess 70 on the dot. Andrew? Uh, I don't think he's that old. I think he's like 66. Don't doubt the tan man. 70 on the dot. Ooh. Oh, he they, looked they, that up. No, I did not. See, Josh would look it up. He'd have a whole list, but I'm going to guess Bayheim's like 72. Oh, he's crap. old. Yeah, I'm going to bet he's 74. Which I'm still surprised with that whole hit and run. Not hit and run, but the accident thing. The accident. The guy, when he hit the guy and killed the guy on accident a couple of years ago, didn't hit and run. But What, is, what were your answers for Bayheim? 74. What did you say, Tan? Two, 72. Ooh, Andrew was close to 76. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That, so, who do you think? So, if Coach K goes, but Roy stays, who do you think takes over in at Duke? God, I yeah. Because they always have good assistant coaches, yeah. but I don't know if any of them they would. Yeah, I think they'd, they'd pull from. I would have said Collins a couple of years ago, but I don't think he's proved it. Um, I don't think Brad um, leaves the Celtics. I think he's a. I think he's in NBA yeah. for a while. I don't know. Everybody's leaving Boston. I know, but I mean that could be the job that pulls Brad out of out of the NBA. Yeah. Which would. I don't know. I don't know. I just oh, don't know. No. It's it's always been Coach K in our lifetime, so I have no idea. I and feel like they would. I'm telling you, like an up and coming coach that's you know doing good things, but. I don't think like a. I don't think this guy's done. He's done a good job at Harvard, but I don't think like Tommy Amaker. Yeah, I mean he did okay at Michigan's done yeah. well at Harvard. But I don't. I don't. That's a big jump. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. It could maybe like, I mean, like a Chris Holtman, maybe. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think he's done think, that um, much. No, but I don't I mean, think like, like a Baird. He's he, he's pretty good at recruiting. I mean, he's a good coach. Like Chris Beard, I don't think he's a fit. No. No. Shaka Smart's kind of wore off. He's not a fit either. He says war, war, Nudis yeah. is wore off. Bobby Hurley? Ooh. 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 That's the Duke connection there, too. I like, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that, that one. That's a quick Google there of just. That's smart, though. I, I like yeah. that. They'll probably want to keep it in the family of some. I mean, mm-hmm. of some sort. Unless like they freaking promote, you know, uh, it, uh, who's on the who's on the bench? Um, Paul is Shire, is Shire still on the bench? Paul is in there. He's he's uh, Paul is somewhere else. Uh, oh, Shire, Paul. I think Shire is still on the bench. I think yeah. Paulus is at Ohio State's bench. Greg Paulus, I think. Google, here we come. Great, this is a pretty podcast. We're talking about. Dude. I know we've gotten way off track. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But while while you're looking that up, Webby, um, oh wait, the uh, Boiler Breakdown podcast is sponsored by Mad Mushroom. Mad Mushroom serving Boilermakers since 1993. Mad Mushroom is located in the heart of West Lafayette and is well known as the home of the original cheese stick. Whenever whenever I visit, I like to sit down, and have an ice cold beer, by trying out their latest pizza of the month. Which this month, which you only got a week left, is the Mad Chili Pizza. That uh, has their signature hand-tossed dough covered in a house-made chili with onions, jalapenos, mozzarella, and cheddar cheeses, and finished with corn chips. You can get that for $13. But if you order a few more additional items, 
and get your order over $20. Tell them the Boiler Breakdown sent you for $5 off any order over $20. And you can also use the coupon code BREAK5. That's all caps, B-R-E-A-K-5, to claim your discount online at madmushroom.com. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. And I also saw they're doing some Black Friday uh, giveaways. I believe if you buy a $20 gift card, you can get an additional $10 gift card as well. So take advantage of that. But you got to go in there, the store itself, to get that. You can't get that online. So take advantage of that. So I looked it up. Greg Paulus is a head coach. High school? (laughs) Niagara University Purple Eagles. Oh, news to me. Um, you said you asked how long Shrewsbury is going to be here. Do you see a former painter player stepping on to staff if uh Shrewsbury or someone else does leave? Do we Wait, see thinking Ray Davis? Ray Davis, How about Kenny Lowe. Where's Kenny Lowe? What's he doing now? I know he's not he's a former painter Miami, player, Ohio, but... I believe, with Jack Owens. Yeah, how about Ryan Smith? Yeah, I mean, down an incarnate word with Carson Cunningham. Is DJ Bird still on this? He's down at the Mercer with um, okay. Gary. Greg Gary. Yeah. The coaching tree is big. It's expanding. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to think of who. <clears throat> let's see here. Looking at the coaching staff. Because not only Shrewsbury, Lutz is always a candidate. He's he, yeah. he's yeah, being passed, passed around too. So he that was kind of when he jumped to Purdue a couple years ago. They thought it was one year, one year, and then yep. Because it's kind of a, a lateral, not a lateral movement, slightly up. Yes, we think at the time is Purdue is kind of I, on the rise still, but I can't see Brantley ever being uh, bumped up to associate. I just feel like I just don't see him being a head. I don't coach think he there. has the connections. Yeah, um, I would love Ray Davis. I love Robbie Hummel back on the staff. Um, I know that's why I was like, I, when's I Robbie? See, come I want to see Rob do some more commentating first. Yeah, I, yeah, I like. Rob. I think he's got it. I think he, I think he, he, I think Rob Robbie Hummel can turn into Kurt Herbstreit of college basketball. I really do. Yeah, I think he can be the face of college basketball announcing a former player. Of course, Robbie was better in his playing career than Kirk was at, at football, but uh, I, I think he has that potential. Yeah, I mean, he knows the game. Obviously, he's charismatic. Um, charismatic. Um, Everybody seems to like his announcing style, even IU yeah. fans. Yeah, <laughs> he's not annoying. He's not biased. Because uh, I part. think I think Kirk's great. I think Kirk Kirk yeah. is pros pro. I mean, yeah, your assistants are your associates, Mike Shrewsbury. Your assistants are Steve Lutz and Brandon Brantley. Um, it'd be weird if like someone like Steve got a you know promoted ahead of Micah, but I don't know. He's been there longer. Yeah, yeah, he has. But. Like, I like that mic on just for recruiting a little bit more. Sure. So I think he definitely helped us land us Kaufman with being able to talk, you know, NBA. Yeah, absolutely. Those types definitely of didn't hurt. No. Um, I'm looking forward to the season. I think it's going to be – I'm trying to temper my expectations. I think last year my expectations were a little too high. Um, kind of go into it just appreciating what we have. Well, we have college basketball, but it, I know it's going to change come Wednesday at 6 o'clock. What what would your what what would be a good season in your mind? What what would make you happy at the end of the, the season? Saying everything goes smoothly and we get through the season. I would be very disappointed finishing bottom half of the Big Ten. Okay, so Sorry. you're definitely expecting tournament. Yeah, I, I think yeah, that's got to be the expectation, think, even yeah, with the even with the turnover. Um, I think. I mean, we're in painters. How, what year now? I mean, what what's his? What year is he in now? Uh. 15 maybe 14 13 
The baby boilers would have been like what, 06, 07? His first year was 05, 06. So you're I 15. I think he's this in his 16th season. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, it says in just 15 seasons, Payne already ranks third on the all times. Yeah, he has 17. I, mean, 17 I, I think seasons. that I honestly think this team's going to be a bubble team. I'm coming down towards the end. So I think making the tournament would make me very happy. Agreed. I, I agree, but I still think that's got to be kind of the goal, the expectation. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, the goal is to win the Big Ten, but I, I don't see that happen. I agree. I don't yeah. think that's a realistic goal this year with how many newcomers and we're Next already. Next year, perhaps. Next year, perhaps. That's still a lot with I, it is. two freshmen, and then you'll have Morton and Ivy as just sophomores. And well, you're going to have a Newman lot of seniors and a lot of juniors. Maybe on Eric will be seniors. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm, yeah, I think top half of the Big Ten is, I think, bare minimum. Um, I I think for that to, I mean, I agree, I hope, I would, but I would say that's, I would call that a pretty good season if Purdue's yeah. six, six I mean, in the Big Ten, that'd be phenomenal. But, I mean, you, you've got some absolute juggernauts at the top. Um, I, know, I, think, I, I believe Lenardi has us as a nine seed right now in bracketology. I take that oh, right I, now I, and I, run. I feel like this is, I think this could really mirror, I mean, I, I, this is based off, Nothing, no facts, just simple opinion. I think um, this could mirror the 2014-2015 uh, season where it's that 8-9, you know, where we lost to Cincinnati. Um, I mean, we'll probably struggle early on, but, you know, kind of pick it up towards the end as, we, as the painter seems to get better as the year goes on. Um, I know I mean, we've got some tough games to start out. I mean, obviously, I mean, everyone's kind of in the same boat of, you know, no one's played any exhibition games, so it's kind of just throwing everybody right into the fire. But I mean, you know, you get some, you know, you know, Liberty's a good team. I mean, Clemson. I don't know about Clemson, but it's still a you know Power Five school. Potentially, if they win, they have no idea. Or Mississippi State, State yeah, Power Five. five. Um, probably gonna be athletic, and yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think I think we'll definitely take our lumps early on, as we tend to do. Um, but I think yeah, just I mean, I think. Tops, I think at least top seven should be what we were, what I think would be what I would be happy with. I say that and, 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 and beat IU twice. Yeah, yeah, well done. Keep yeah. that going. Keep that going. Yeah. yeah. Ruin another McDonald's All Americans chance against Purdue. Yes. And the Boiler Breakdown podcast is all, also brought to you by Webb's Family Pharmacy. Webb's Family Pharmacy is an independently owned community pharmacy with stores located in Rochester, Akron, North Manchester, Indiana. Webb's is happy to announce that they are providing flu shots by appointment right in your car. Simply call to set an appointment and their friendly and caring staff will be happy to help you. For all of your high-quality medical equipment, supplies, and pharmacy services, check out www.webrx.com or give them a call. Webb's Family Pharmacy, the professional pharmacy with the hometown touch. And last but not least, we got a Second year sponsor of the Boiler Breakdown podcast, and that is Shroff Landscaping Nurseries. Shroff Landscaping has been in business for over 50 years and can handle all of your landscaping needs, including landscape design, maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, fall cleanup, and they are licensed lawn applicators. Contact them today for all of your landscaping needs at 574-223-2769. Shroff Landscaping Design with you in mind. Any closing thoughts i know next week's podcast is going to be loaded because we'll have football and basketball to talk about which will be nice mm-hmm. yeah i mean Hopefully it's a couple it's, dubs yeah, oh sure hope so 
crazy to think that. I mean, what? What? Uh, let's see. So by next Sunday, we'll have uh, two three basketball two, games. Two games to talk about. Unless we, if we record before Tuesday, we'll have two basketball games. If we record yeah. after Tuesday, we'll have three um, and a football game. But I mean, I'm always excited for college basketball. Um, it's gonna be a weird year, but uh, hey, bring it on. It's gonna be sad not to be in Mackey, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna miss that more than Ross A just because it's it's Mackey's pretty special. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I've missed them both. It's yeah. just been for for somebody like all of us who are lucky yeah. to go to the games and everything. It's been tough not not going to live sporting events is really taking a toll toll on me, but it's taking a toll on a lot of us. So we gotta yeah. do the best we can without, it. and hopefully it's just this season, um, yeah. and we don't have to worry about it come next year. So, so I might get my fix. Go to Hinkle. Just to get something. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm jealous of you, Andrew. Have fun. I know. Man. That'll, that'll I be know. good time. That was uh, so, yeah. Well, let's uh, boil it up, hammer down, and beat the flames. Then either <laughs> the Tigers or the Bulldogs. Boil it up.